Time now for the Voice of the Land on the Big Play Network with your hosts, Kevin Arnold and Always Positive Jay. Screw it. Let's just do it live. Don't know what we're going to talk about here tonight, but hey, that's what the Voice of the Land is all about. We bring realistic takes. Sometimes we don't know what we're going to talk about, but hey, we're in, we're in summer and there's not a whole lot going on. Most shows would say we, there's not a lot to talk about and then just random stuff would happen. We're still going to talk sports because guess what? Just a reminder to the city of Cleveland, there is a team that's actually still playing. I know they're below 500, but they're in a pennant race. I know they're losing 4 nothing right now, and they're number one prospect, number 19 in the entire MLB, making his debut tonight on the mound. He's not doing well, but it's baseball. It's 162 games. Long way to go, and who is the best organization at developing pitchers and knowing exactly how to get them back on track when they have the talent inside them? That would be your Cleveland Guardians, and we'll start there in just one minute. I am Kevin Arnold. He is always positive, Jay. We have the AI system. What Jarvis was to Iron Man, audio is to the voice of the land. His humanoid form, he is known as the producer extraordinaire. Behind that proverbial glass, it is Peter Tellup. We are brought to you tonight by Vector Technical. They'll get the right person in the right job. Stop by my local Lowe's where the office is in Willoughby for Vector Technical. Those signs, guys, are still up. And I I know that they've changed because they look a lot different. Plenty of jobs going through Vector Technical. Right person, right job, first time, more information on them to come during our breaks. But reach out to them, get more information. You're looking for that job. Or if you're looking for someone that needs a job. And, your and, business, yeah. they're the ones you get a hold of. Yes, you get all of them. Your holes. And yep. if, if you look at some of those jobs available, those yeah. are those are skilled jobs. There was one I think they posted that it was uh, no experience necessary. They will train you to be like a CNC machine operator. You make some really good money yeah, doing you can. that. So, you know, call Vector. Look, I'm all about higher education, and that's what I will promote to my kids and, and anybody, but... I also acknowledge and understand and know that there are plenty of jobs in trade. There are trade schools. Heck, I went. I didn't go to an actual college to get my broadcasting degree. I got a teaching degree from college. I went to a trade school to get my media degree, and that's why I'm working in media. So I have, I have absolutely nothing against that. People that go right to the workforce out of high school, there are plenty of jobs that you can make money, and that's what you want to do. Like you just said, CNC operator, those technical type jobs, there's plenty of need for that. Oh, it, yeah. I, while I promote higher education, I also promote find what you like to do, find what you love. And if you love what you're doing, keep doing it. I promote go into these other types of jobs. You don't. You don't have to go to higher education. I promote higher education, but I don't say that it's mandatory. No, and I agree with you there because, honestly, you look at some of the jobs, we're getting off topic already. Uh, don't care. You can't outsource plumbers. You can't outsource nope. electricians. Nope. Carpenters. Nope. You know, welders. You can't outsource that stuff. You know, so, and we need those. Yep. Because I think, I was just was listening to something. They said the average age of, like, a plumber is 60. Here's the thing. You get into jobs like that, you stay in them for a while, and it's like, it's a good job. But if you really have higher expectations, like higher, you want more for yourself, master it, and start your own business. Exactly. Yeah. 
Because that's how you do it. You ain't going to start your own business if you don't know what you're doing. And higher education doesn't mean you have to go right out of high school either. There are plenty of people that take a year off. They go into the workforce right away. And later on, you know, you master your craft of what you're doing. You want to start your own business and you're really into it. You want all the information. You go back to school and you learn what it takes to actually run the business. Right. You get those types of degrees. Hopefully Audio Jr. over there is listening to all this. <laughs> yes. I, I hope he is. I'm sure a lot of these jobs too also have like education programs and all that. Yeah. Like And just, you, got, you know how you, you know how you would learn best about that? Going to Vector Technicals. Vector yeah, Technicals that's website. That's right. Going to Vector Technical. All I'll say is you guys know I've worked with young people for a while and I've tried to help guide them whether I coached sports when I was trying to become a teacher and just in general the the, the young people that I've been able to connect with their families we stay connected. And I never really stopped coaching, and I think that more so the kids than the, than the parents get annoyed by that, but they, they pretend to be annoyed. And, hey, I know what, they're being, what kids are being told in school, and it's, it's not an issue with schools either. They're trying to help guide kids to the higher education. Just know that if what you think you like to do now, if that changes down the road – and you need to either go back to school or you go to a different job. You go to a, you find a way, find something else you like down the road, and you go in a different direction. That's okay too. But if you're looking for that job, Vector Tentacle is the place to go to. Again, more information from them to come later on. This is a big play production partner with LPV Productions, and we talk sports here. Somehow we get into philosophical conversations. Almost every opening. Almost every <laughs> opening, but we So you got to start with us cuz you never know what we're going to come out, out we, of the we game have, with you. We have we don't. We don't plan it that well. No. And that's no. how we like it. And yes, everybody will tell you like you got to have your show prepped, you got to have all this. It's different. It's Some a diff- shows you do, but I think yeah. conversational shows you don't prep. You got to wait. Everything has to be right up to yeah. date. And you want to save all that conversation within you and let it out on the show. And something that we do need to talk about. I mean, we made it the – I hope we didn't jinx them because we made it kind of the headline of the show. Let's – kind of a bad dad joke. Let's give them something to talk about, kind of a plan with the musical – the music name, the song name of that similar. Let's give them something to talk about. Gavin Williams is just one example of young players that have been called up. We're we're still in that cycle. While this team still has the ability to contend, has the talent to contend, they aren't playing well enough this year to be, if, even if they win their division, you look at them right now, season ends, you're not picking them to win the World Series. You're not picking them to even probably win the first series that they're in. You're hoping that they do, but if you're being realistic, you're not picking them because, yes, pitching has been good. Bullpen has been inconsistent Offense has been picking it up, but we're playing the Oakland Athletics, the worst team in Major League Baseball. We didn't score till very late last night, and then we get the walk-off hit by Anders Jimenez, who's been hitting a lot better. Just heard Tom Hamilton on the broadcast say over the last 19 games, he's hitting 308. That's more of the all-star second baseman that we expected than the guy that was hitting below 240 for most of the start of the year. Miles Straw is hitting below 160. 75 with runners in scoring position. That's a guy you want on base and getting on base. And if other guys are on, you want him knocking, knocking things in and then use his speed because 
It should be in real in reality. It should be Straw at the nine hole, and Quan in that one hole, so that hey, Straw gets on. Now you got a danger to run, whether it's one out or two out. Quan getting on. Boy, have people adjusted to Stephen Quan. I'm not saying he's having a bad year, but for what he showed us last year, he hasn't fully made that adjustment back. Am I wrong in saying that, Jay? I just I haven't seen that full adjustment back he's now that hitter... I would say a, a sophomore slump. I don't want to say that, but he's not what he was last year. And what he's last year, that's quite obvious. Yeah. Um, of course, pitchers are going to adjust. They're going to figure out what you don't like and what you like, and they're going to they're not going to give you what you like anymore. Obviously, it's four to two, guys. So we're we're we're, we're back. back. In. We're back in. And if. Whatever Galvin does say, let's not worry about it. This dude, he's got a long way to go until he becomes who he is. But something you said, and it struck me, and it's been bothering me all week, we're not going to win the World Series. You don't think we have the roster. What are we doing? Like, we were supposed to be ahead of the game, and now we're, like, going backwards? That's why I don't know what, like – do you tra- trade Shane Bieber or do you start trading these prospects? Like, I keep hearing everyone say, oh, we just got to get win the division and just get into it. You just got to get into it and you got a chance. I'm so sick of just get into it and have a chance. Like, dude, what is it 75 years now we have not won a World Series? We have the longest active streak of not winning a World Series. Did, did the Chicago Cubs were like, you know what? Let's just get into it, and we got a chance. No, they, they put a stacked lineup together, and they beat our ass and came back and beat us in Game 7. I'm still not over it. Did that roster implode without them doing much after? Yes, but, but guess they did, what? Got it done. They went all in. The trophy is still there. And they went all in, and they ended their curse. Yes. What are we doing? We have all these great pitching prospects, and we're wasting all this stuff. Like, I need something, dude. I can't. I I feel like this year it's like just a waste. Like, oh, we're just waiting for us to get to the playoffs so we can possibly get in and lose again. Like, we don't have the the horses to win this. And guys aren't playing up to their potential. Up to, up I agree. to their potential. Even I, if they were, do you really think this lineup could go against the best teams in the majors? I I, I doubt it. I doubt it, and I I wish that the Guardians, being up 2-1 last year, would have taken care of business against those stupid Yankees because then that would have proved what they're doing really is different. But their margin for error, because they were like, when we had Chris Rose on, you had to string all these hits together. Yes. They, great pitching started kicking in, and they just hit some home runs and beat us, dude. Like, we need to hit some bombs, man. I'm so tired of not hitting these home like. And it's... So when people say power in baseball, like it doesn't it doesn't always have to go over the fence, but you got to find the gaps. Like I if I'm able to watch a game, whether it's our our hometown announcers or the national uh, national announcers on FS1 or ESPN, whatever it might be, man, you hear the crack of the bat and it sounds okay, and the announcers get really excited, and it just goes right to a guy. But when you hear that true crack of the bat from other teams it you doesn't it. always go over the fence but it's bouncing up against the wall guys are getting doubles they're stretching them into triples we had started to do that recently some of the guys that started to pick it up i know a lot of people around Ahmed rosario they want to see him gone you know he's kind of that next scapegoat mike zanino's gone everybody so like now we gotta latch on to that next person to blame i've even heard people it's josh bell 
that dude has not lived up to all. Like that's that's the thing. Like we're we're so smart of an organization, but we like imagine if we were just taking what we paid Josh Bell and got a legit real hitter like this. What how what I tell you when we came in here, Peter? We had two on, and I was like, oh, Josh Bell's up. Stop listening. I knew it was going to happen. I knew he was going to get out. Well, and he got out again too. There it is, well, boom! Yeah, so, like this dude. But we are just, we are now only down by one. It's four three. He needs to pick it up. Well, like see, he needs to live right. up to that contract that we signed him to. We need his production. I'm like, just looking up his um, stats this year because I know some of these websites they kind of break it down like the last, however many games. I'm heading to MLB.com. Luckily, I'm attached to the Wi-Fi here. Um, so splits. Let's go last. Let's. I'm going to look at last 15 games here. So he's got 50 at bats, average of 260, with three home runs and only seven RBIs. I think he said a lot. Of, he said the uh, the solo home runs, slugging percentage of 500. The one metric that I think people are looking at what's well, OPS, but they don't have that for this. Um, but you know, we go to the last seven games though. He's going. He's kind of taking a, a trend back down he's only hitting 190 over those games and he's got one home run and only one rbi so a solo home run he does have a few walks in there which kind of playing that santana role yes josh bill has been disappointing i think we'd seen he, i feel like he's a streaky hitter especially at this point of his career like i wish we had the pittsburgh pirate version of josh bell and we don't i know his name had come up several times because pirates were always in sell mode but we couldn't get him at that point and now we get him like a few years down the road well we've got a comment here from eric nanarone that says uh it's time to move on from miles straw biggest problem is that the minor league system can't develop offense consistently and that and that's something that we have we've touched on on this show like i know i've been on that i feel like i've like uh, i've probably like you know, metaphorically burn the ears of some people that I've vented my frustrations to about this team is, yeah, I love that we can develop pitching and pitching does matter in baseball, but you gotta be able to have a lineup out there that pitchers have to, have to plan for. You're worried. Now good third inning to respond after the four spot from the athletics to get three there. To get back in the game, maybe Gavin Williams gets a little bit more confidence going in there. I know that he's amped up. He's got over 50 members of his family at this game. That's what I'm saying. Like, how we're going to judge him today, like, he may have that bad inning. If he bounces back and has and yeah. finishes the game good, that's a great sign. Right. Bybee and, and Logan Allen, those are still – those are really good young pitchers. They had good first outings. Have they had some rough runs, especially Bybee? Yeah. But, like, we're glancing over those because the first one was so good. After this one, I already know what fans are going to do. They're going to question whether he's actually that number one prospect. He can't do it against the worst team in baseball. Um, News to everybody, the jump from AAA to the majors is a much bigger jump than any jump you make within the minor league system. And these are still professionals. The Athletics had been on a seven-game win streak. When there's confidence in a clubhouse, like, it's – that that means something in baseball. As bad as their record is, like, you know, they're already, like, way out of it. 
They're just going out there and playing baseball. They're playing a kid's game. You can't take anybody for granted. If you're supposed to beat these teams, you're supposed to beat the White Sox. You're supposed to beat the Twins more often than not. You're definitely supposed to beat Detroit. Definitely supposed to beat Kansas City. We haven't played Kansas City yet, but Detroit has kicked our ass. You have to – you're in a terrible division. You're only one game out from the lead. Everybody's below 500. So, yes, the division is attainable. But that's just not enough anymore for what you have shown us. Exactly. This is why I want us – everyone keeps asking. We're getting close to the trade deadline. I need to be a buyer. I need them to be a buyer. I need them to be major buyers. It's time to go all in with this team and do whatever you have to do and open that window up for a World Series run and don't close it until you win one. You don't stop. Like, I'm tired of we ain't got the money and blah, blah, blah. No excuses. Go get what you got to do. Now, we've called up guys like Bo Naylor. Is he the answer at catcher? Do we still trade Shane Bieber with the news of Tristan McKenzie being shut down again, not going to pitch for several weeks? And there's the potential that Tommy John could still be involved. We don't have an official word on that. He'll be reevaluated. We'll touch on all of that on the other side. This is the Voice of Land right here on the Big Play Network. Whether you're looking to hire new talent or start a new career, Vector Technical has you covered. Vector Technical is a 28-year-old staffing firm that has helped thousands of job seekers advance in their career with reputable partners throughout Northeastern Ohio. Vector Technical is more than just a temp agency. With an above average hire in rate of one in four candidates, Vector works hard to connect the right person with the right opportunity the first time. Vector Technical hires for skilled manufacturing and light industrial work and is sure to have a career that you've been looking for. To learn more, visit our website at www.vectortechnicalinc.com. Talking Guardians here on the Voice of the Land, right here on the Big Play Network. Kevin Arnold, always positive. Jay Peter, tell up alongside you. And today I think I'm always sleepy, Jay. I am so tired today, man. If you gave it notice, I probably yawned about 30 times during the show. My apologies, guys. Do you know the Red Bull? I know. Dude, I drank a Red Bull before the show. It just didn't work. Where's your wings? What? Where's your wings? I ain't got no wings, dude. I I, I heard what, Red Bull. What, what was wings. it? The Polish used to drink. What was that? that the Bang. Bang. The bang. <laughs> we didn't get you I need a Red Bull mixed with Bang <laughs> on top of a Monster with some coffee in a shot of yeah, you espresso. Probably, your heart would probably explode. I'd be awake for yeah. the show. <laughs> You'd be so for you, a second. <laughs> you guys remember like my retail days, like where I worked, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have to go into the exact store or whatever. But hey, that's another job. Like there's. Careers in that. I've had family members go through retail. I'm sure Vector Technical could get you into that and get you on a management track and get you those great pension plans, those uh, the benefits that you need. There's a lot of companies that are doing a lot, especially since COVID. Some people didn't always want to work. So businesses have upped their minimum wage. They've upped their benefits. They've trying to give back to their employees a lot more. So there's a lot more that you can do in there like you're in you love sports there's plenty of like sporting goods stores and then you get to be involved you get to help kids and families get set up for their you get discounts on the clothes uh, yeah the, that's <laughs> that was a, that's the big perk that was a problem for me uh, shoes that's why I, I had so many shoes not because i mean i am really into shoes but i wouldn't have been buying them if i didn't have that discount so that's that's really important um but in those days there were like guys that I worked with 
they were shotgunning Bang energy drinks and other energy drinks in the back stock room. Nice. But, like, not just one. They would sometimes do a couple or, or, or several. Oof, that's disgusting. <laughs> like, if you're into the energy drinks and it helps you, that's that's fine. Like, I can't do that. I. Do you guys remember Four, four Loco? Yeah. yeah. I'm I guessing you it. didn't drink it. I didn't drink it. No. I, you know I can't even do caffeine. Never had it. Oh, I did. I've been clamoring for and some caffeine. I didn't caffeine. know what it was. And it, it is strong, to say the least. And mm. then it gets you all, like, jacked up on Mountain Dew pretty much. And I just thought it was whatever. We played beer pong with this. This is also nearly, this is like, what, 15 years the ago? Voice Land does not condone any, yeah, none of this. any stupid acts that young people do say, as they grow up. I don't really remember what happened the rest of that night, but I ended up on someone's couch and I didn't get arrested, so that's it was important. That's a positive. <laughs> that's why we don't drink these days. That's why he's always positive, Jay, even through the, the exhaustion <laughs> of it. You know, I've been so exhausted lately. Like, I've been looking for caffeine, but it's like, I don't drink it because I don't, I can't do the, I can't do the shakiness. You can't handle it. I can't. Like, if I, if I do any, it's like, it's half of a can of pop at most. Really? Yeah. Like. Man. Because, it, and it's not even the that The amount it, of coffee I drink all day. <laughs> Jana can drink a couple, sometimes she can drink like a couple cups of it and still like, I'm going to sleep like two minutes later. And just fall asleep anywhere. I can't fall asleep anywhere. I got to be in like a comfortable oh, dude, spot. I've, d- I've drank Red Bulls and just passed out on the couches before, and they just didn't phase me. Well, maybe the Guardians should start drinking some Red Bull or, or something. Maybe Mike's secret stuff from Space Jam. I don't know. They're down four to three. The last check. Mike's secret stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he just got. I was like, "What is he talking?" Oh my god, the placebo water. Oh god. Nice pool. Well, nice d- pool. That definitely came to me late. I was like, yeah, you're I'm tired, man. Leave me alone. Cheez-Its? You got some Cheez-Its over there? I got no Cheez-Its <laughs> on me. <laughs> Might need some Cheez-Its. I, the, the Voice Land does not condone Cheez-Its either. No. Yeah, so if you go to a if certain... If you know what that is, you know what that if is. If you know what that is, and you go to a certain event this week... Don't be cheesing it. My son will be there, and there will be plenty of other families. No, is he? For like an hour, yeah, he's gonna. Oh, I haven't seen him. I've never met oh, him. Oh yeah, you need to. Jan, I guess tell Jay when you're going. Then, you know. Yeah. Don't go at that time. <laughs> Fake him out. Uh... <laughs> 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 I hate you. Oh man. You just wait till next break. Yeah. The show behind the show. If Kevin comes back with a black eye, don't mind. Don't, don't worry don't about worry. where that came from. I am truly appreciative of my dad outfit that I got to wear to work. So thank you guys for the shoes that provided that dad outfit. Now, there's no way to transition back, but we were talking Guardians before the break. Got into another tangent to start this segment. This is the dog days of summer. We got yeah. nothing really to talk about but baseball. But, so, But we will talk baseball. Like, oh, uh, yeah. I like talking baseball. Most people wouldn't, again, most people would not transition out of the conversation. We were, that's, I'm not going to lie. I was, I forgot we had a show. Like, that's how tired I was. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the Guardians game tonight. I This morning, I was ready to go to the Guardians game and go get the $15, like, cheap tickets. And Peter texted us. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I got the show tonight. Yeah. Um, I was like, man, I want to go to the game tonight. Hey, man. We... I just wanted to see this kid. I've been waiting to see him. Oh, well, luckily, you know, 
You didn't go. Yeah. I don't, it didn't matter. I just want to, like, if you watch how mm. he pitches and his yeah. delivery and stuff, it's insane, dude. Like, it looks effortless, and this dude's throwing 99, 98 miles an hour. One thing- I, I don't know. It's the nuances of the game you got to see. And, like, like you said, like, when you go to a game, you can hear a certain hit on the bat. Yeah. It's different than if, like, a good hit between a bad hit. I know, yeah. Uh, one thing that, like, made me like the kid before he even made a pitch off the mound I know that Bally Sports, I think, was – they had put out, like, this two- or three-minute video. Um, Jensen Lewis was interviewing him and, you know, kind of getting to know his story but also, like, get to know him. And I totally related to him when uh, I think Jensen asked him something about Call of Duty. And Gavin goes, yeah, I'm not good at those types of games at all. I, I just stick to, like, sports games. I'm sticking to MLB The Show, stuff like that. I'm like – that's my guy. <laughs> That's yeah. my guy right here's there. Here's me. I'll, here's my impersonation when I play uh, Call of Duty. All right, let's fire this up. Three, two, one. All right. Where are they at? Oh, wait. Where are they coming? I'm done. Respawning in five. Have four, I told you guys the f- three, the story two. of my first time playing Call of Duty? Dead. I quit. This my is, like, I, my I first and only time playing Call of Duty? No. So I'm over at a friend's house, and it, this was this is several years back but i was like you know i've never played this game before they're like oh man you got to get on this like try it right now i'm sure you're gonna buy it like you have, you just got your ps4 like you're gonna want this game so i'm sitting there playing they tell me like what side of the screen i'm on because it's like a split screen you know i think we got like teams going on or whatever <coughs> excuse me and like not doing the greatest but like i'm thinking i'm doing okay like i'm getting a few guys and stuff like that and we're going for a few minutes, and then my buddy turns to me and says, <laughs> played a prank on you. You might want to look at the right side of the screen. Right side of the screen, the guy's in a corner just jumping, can't turn around, <laughs> just stuck <laughs> in a corner. That was me. Nice. That was me. And when I actually knew what guy I was, I knew I was bad when I couldn't get out of that corner. <laughs> well, what do I do? It's just spinning. First spinning. person shooters are not for me. You want to play some FIFA? You want to play some, maybe some Madden? Two- maybe at the end we'll discuss like our favorite video games then. Yeah. We were trying to figure out a fun thing. What's and- your wheelhouse for a video game? Like to kind of know like your gamer level, I think. We'll, we'll do that at the end of the show today. We got to get into the NBA draft. We got to finish Guardians. But the NBA draft, what do I know about it? Naturally. Coming up with topics as the show goes on. Exactly. I love it. I did ask before the break, though. First off, Bo Naylor. H- had been 0-14. I don't know that he's gotten a hit here tonight. Uh, Peter, I don't know if you have it on your end to look it up because my MLB app is not opening as well right now to see kind of the box score. But Bo Naylor, 0-14. I know none of us are concerned because, again. He's got another run, though. So, 0 for 1 with the yeah, run. So, so for, yeah. Does he have a walk, walk? Probably a walk. Probably a walk. So getting on base, finding a way, is he trying to do too much because everybody had been saying his name and he'd been hitting you pretty well? Andre not, the Nailers got a million and seven things going on in their family right now. So that the things that people don't, a lot of, I, I think fans don't realize is their outside lives have affect their game life like yeah. insanely amounts. Mm-hmm. But... Just be patient with the kid. Let him play. Let him go. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this is what everybody clamors for. You're going to have to go through some of the, the growing pains that is. Catcher's the hardest position to, co- position to come up with. 
besides pitcher. Because you're you're involved in every you're involved in every pitch on the other side, and then you got to come out. You know, yes, you're only one spot of a nine person order, but you got to come out and then try to try to produce. So he's trying to do produce defensively and or offensively because we were getting none of that from what we had. Give him some time. Again, it's a big jump from AAA to the to the major leagues. We talked about Gavin Williams. He started in AA. I don't think that people realize that. He started with the Akron Rubber Ducks this year. Was He's only two years removed. This is, this is his second year. He played. Yeah, he's in, only got two years in the pros. He, and then three years ago, right. he was so in college. So he has rose through the minor leagues. A year and a half in, he is making his major league debut. Have injuries aided in that quick uprise? Sure. But the talent is there. The speed on his fastball is there, 100 mile an hour. If he can control that and have his off-speed pitches painting the corners, boy, that's why he was almost unhittable in the minor leagues. But again, it is much different. Even if you're facing the worst team in the league, the amount of information that you're getting in the majors on a guy that you have never seen before versus what you're getting in the minor leagues when you're constantly moving and different guys are moving through the systems, it's a totally different ballgame. Am I making excuses for him? No. He'll, he'll probably tell you after the game he doesn't like what happened in that third inning. If he's able to kind of manage the, manage the game the rest of the way as long as he's allowed to pitch in this one, and they're going to manage his pitch count as well, he'll tell you after the game he didn't like that third inning. Bybee, Logan Allen, they're the first one. Even if they had a pretty good game, that one inning where they kind of struggled, that's what they focus on because they that's the mentality, that's the philosophy of pitchers in this organization. Speaking of pitchers, before we do hit break, the Tristan McKenzie injury, has it changed your stance today on whether or not the Guardians should trade Shane Bieber? Take out the, the record and they are in contention and you need an ace of the staff has that Tristan McKenzie injury where he can't just filter into that role, has that changed your mentality on a trade for Shane Bieber, knowing that we won't be able to keep him when his contract is up? It would have to be the perfect trade for us, for me to do it now. We would have to get a starting pitcher back, not obviously of Shane Bieber's caliber up. Mm. And I, like I said, I need a power-hitting outfielder and i don't know if there's even i don't know all the other team's prospects at all so i'm not going to sit there and say i want this guy or that guy from this team is there a team out there that they just had they're out like how we are with the infield where we're loaded and we have these prospects we can't even get them up and get them at bats because we have such good infielders is there a team out there that their starting outfield is loaded but they need a starting pitcher and they got a guy that's down there sure let's get him because i like i said if we need we need some power, a consistent power hitting outfielder with a nice average. Like you need an all star bat in that outfield. Finally, again, you need a Grady Sizemore, something. Yeah. Like I love Miles Straw and his defense is phenomenal. I wouldn't mind having him still on the team when you're need just elite defense out there late in the game or something, or rotational guy. But his inconsistent bat is not doing it for me. Will Brendan's inconsistent bat's not doing it for me. Although he's hit well over the last 18 games, just like Jimenez, and they're kind of back-to-back in that lineup. So, you know, they've they've definitely picked it up and, and been who they thought, like, have started to turn into or started to look like the people 
the organization be a little patient with him. But I, I don't think Miles Straw is going to be anything more. And I don't want to say he got I don't the, know if I necessarily want to. I say a power bat, dude. I like he got he got paid. Yeah, he got the contract and not hitting any just coincidence. Or I, I think the dude just needs a mental reset. Like, I mean, if the Astros were willing to let him go, like a team like that that's championship contender every year, I mean, you look back in hindsight, is that is that a red flag? Uh, Peter, Shane Bieber, are you are you are you leaning towards trading him or not? I, I and guys, I really hate having this conversation because we just know the reality of the business of baseball. And if you want to maximize a player like that, you know that contract talks are really going nowhere at this point. Yeah, with my, with my, the injury to McKenzie, it's it makes it a lot harder. I, makes, I was yeah, it makes I it a lot harder here, because to, to be fair, because I feel like. If we were to trade Bieber, if we keep him, to me that means we're gonna we're trying to win everything this year. Mm-hmm. If we trade him, to me that even if we get a power bat that we can lock up for a couple of years, to me that's like forget this season. We're looking it's, we're looking ahead also, to next like, year. Sends a bad message to your clubhouse. Yeah, that's for damn sure. So I probably would lean towards keeping him myself. I'm all about training out these prospects we have. Like, I, mean, I have enough pitching. Like, I need. Though it always does starting. kill me when you have like you know like uh, Urshela, uh, these great prospects of in the infield that came up, and they did well, but we just didn't have room yeah. for these guys. And now they're like uh, the Nolan AD, Jones is hitting yeah. the hell out of the ball. Oh, by the way, just, that kills me. Yeah, it just it kills me when we see these guys that like Double A could have told here you, and we just we couldn't keep them. Double A could have told you, Anthony Alford could have told you. Nolan Jones was going to be a player. But, hey, you know what? Ooh, guy on third, nobody out. Bottom of the fifth, down 4-3. Naylor at the plate. He's two for two. Josh Naylor's two for two. Dude, I swear, ever since I started, I complained about Josh Naylor. He has been on a tear. So So I hope Miles Straw goes on a tear now. Let's see. Yeah, well, well, hey. VTL have any opposite effect on the See, tear them down. That's why I'm always that's positive, Jay. Reset right that's there. why I'm always positive. Because when I'm negative, it makes for positive for the other people. There you go. Well, let's see if we get a positive result in this inning. I think, honestly, how much we do talk about baseball and how into baseball we are as a show, I think we could do a whole show on it. We're going to switch gears. We are going to touch on the other team that's trying to at least get better and, and in the business right in, in business right now because the Browns are on vacation. We can wait until July to talk about them. Cavs, NBA draft. They have the 49th pick, but Brian Winhurst, an ESPN NBA analyst, you know how tight in he is, has been floating out there that there is there's some rumors about the Cavs trying to trade up or at least some players that they might be involved in. Where do the Cavs need to go this offseason? We answer that question. You can, of course, tweet at us at AlwaysPositiveJ, at Kevin and Seven, at LPV Productions, or you know, comment on the live streams below. What do the Cavs need to do this offseason to truly maybe take that next two-step leap that we expected one of those steps to happen this season? We'll answer that next right here on The Voice of Land on the Big Play Network. Are you struggling to hire the right talent or maybe even find the right career? Vector Technical makes it easy. 
Since 1992, Vector has provided Ohio employers with a reliable process for hiring and have helped thousands of job seekers advance in their careers. Vector Technical is more than just a temp agency. We invest time to get to know each client and candidate personally. Vector places people in job opportunities that they are truly excited about. Interested in learning more? Visit our website at www.vectortechnicalinc.com to see a full list of our current job opportunities and to find out what Vector Technical can offer you. Get your gear at voiceoftheland.com forward slash shop. As an update, the Guardians now tied with the Athletics in the bottom of the fifth inning. Josh Naylor, three for three, along with Jose Ramirez, who did a triple. Josh Naylor singles them home. It is four to four. And Josh, the cooler bell is up. Yes. So, so I'm going to call him from now on until <laughs> he gets better. Josh, in a cold spell, swinging at a pitch that's not even in the zone on my game day app. This is, <laughs> I can't wait right, to I'm going to show the like. camera. If you're listening on Google, Spotify, Apple, you, watch, you, you listen back to the show or you're listening on your device through social media, um, you know, I'm showing to the camera the, the, game, the MLB app. Um, it's by his feet. And luckily the notifications are still just MLB. We don't need to see anything that's coming down my phone, so I'm going to turn it away. But it's the MLB app. You hit game day, and you got the, the fake batter just standing there. He doesn't actually swing or anything, but this is how I have to watch still. I know that there's a deal in place for Guardians to be on FUBU TV, but, you know, I have, there's so many streaming services I can't, I can't keep up. I can't keep paying for different things if I'm going to lose other stuff that I still need later on. So... MLB, just take control and just make it accessible to everybody. Please. 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 So, 0-2 count to Josh Bell. Nobody out. Bottom of the fifth. 4-4. Four to four. Gavin Williams getting through those next two innings in play. No out from Josh Bell. Huh. Did he get a kick? What did I tell you, dude? Let's see. Let's see. Did waiting. I manifest this dude out of his? I'm just <laughs> waiting for the, uh, the the who's ever the statistician. I think it's just a single. So it's a single. Yep, singles on a line drive. So hey, one for three. That's thirty three percent. You know, three. he didn't get the RBI, so he's still Josh the cooler Bell. <laughs> yeah, but he's on base. Yeah, so he got a hit. All right. I'm just doing what I'm trying to. You know, you're, you're absorbing all that negativity and, and turning it positive. Exactly. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. All right. So. We will turn our attention. We'll have this on in the background. We'll keep everybody updated if you're tuning to us instead of the game because you can't watch like I can't. Switch gears to the Cavaliers. Yes, the NBA draft is tomorrow. They have the 49th pick. Brian Winter saying that there's been talk of them trying to trade up into the first round around the 20s, mid-20s for somebody. They've had some workouts with some big men, uh, some, some wing players, things like that that you might be able to get in the second round or, or trying to trade up. But guys, what what really should we with limited assets? What sort of rabbit should Kobe Altman being trying to pull out of the magic hat this off season? The um, is it the forward from Boston, Grant Williams? Is that his name? Yes, Grant Williams is, has an outside yeah. shot. Nice yeah. defensive player gets rebounds. Mm-hmm. Get that guy. Give me one more, just a nice just Wasn't sharp. Was that the shooter. guy talking crap to Jimmy Butler, and then Jimmy Butler like lit him up? Yeah, so I hope you learned a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that was him. It was a tough lesson learned. Um, yeah, I just need shooters, man. 
this team is right there. All they need is some outside shooting. If you get outside shooting, that whole playoff game against New York series is completely changed, and they don't stack the box and already help one of the 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 best offensive rebounder make his job even easier and Jared Allen's job a million times harder. You get Donovan Mitchell can start driving because they can't load the box. Everything opens up when you get shooting. Like, there's a reason everyone when you have LeBron, you surround LeBron with shooters because yeah, the can Lakers go inside. don't do that. Well, they're idiots. I mean, they so. kind of did at the trade deadline. They they definitely shot the ball a lot better, and that's why they made it to the Western Conference Finals. But no one was beating the Nuggets. I, just looking at it, like no one was beating the Nuggets team. Like that was just they just had too good of a too it's good just, of a team. And the the key to that. Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. Jamal, like, I know how good Jokic is. Like, Jokic is him, as the kids now say. But Jamal Murray, those last two years coming off that ACL tear, that's what really hurt the Nuggets going into the playoffs. They needed gamer Jamal Murray to be at the point to kind of playing off Jokic. And now, you know, Bruce Brown and some of the uh, young guys that they had around them, like, Jeff Green coming out of nowhere, play, playing like the guy we thought we traded for the in 2018. The Jeff Green. The ageless Jeff Green. I mean, it just it all came together for him. I think Michael Malone needs to, like, stop focusing on the Lakers so much and, like, stop being so petty. Like, you coach LeBron. I know you probably still have, you know, you probably still have at least somewhat of an affinity for him. But come on. Like, you're talking about the Lakers when you just beat the Heat. I know the Heat were the eight seed. But they had a good run themselves, and then you just pass it off, and like you're just you're boasting still about beating the Lakers at your championship parade. I don't know. I, don't, dude. I didn't listen to. I don't. I don't know. Like that. I take that one uh, something out of Riz's book. Like I don't watch anyone else's parades. I don't watch the end of anyone else's championship. I don't want to see their their little MVP trophies and the confetti come down. As soon as the game's over, usually I'm just like click. Turn it off. I'm like I, I can't watch no one of this. I don't want to see people celebrate. Yeah, I mean, it drives I, me crazy. I saw more of like videos and stuff, mm-hmm. and like I know uh, what you're transcribed you're... quotes. And I mean, where I'm working, we're gonna have like sound bites and stuff. But come on, like I was root. I was rooting for this team, not not as like a fan, but like you didn't you didn't. Fe- Cleveland fans hate Denver fans, but that's more of like a football thing, like Browns and Broncos. I had a different reason. I didn't want them to win. We're just not going to talk about it. Let's just put okay. it that way. We'll do that in a break. We'll do that in a break. But, like, even though they were the best team in the West, like, Warriors were gone. If you don't like the – oh, wow, your eyes just uh, – uh, No, that, it was when they get a hit in that little display. It's like, and it goes up. I'm like – and I almost get excited like it's a real game. I'm like, where's it going to land? And then it, like, falls short. I'm like – and it goes like an X because it's now. <laughs> like the X is like yeah. right where it's like. Yeah, you got the, the ESPN one up, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Their game day one where like. Actually right, here we go. Here's our guy. Miles Straw's up with guys oh, in the geez. corner. Let's right. see. It's two outs. This dude's bat's been so bad. It's like he's using straw to he's swing with. Sucking the negativity. Josh Bell and Miles Straw at this point. They just need to. Miles swinging straw. Thing one and thing two for. Uh, for Halloween because they're Rally Killer 1, Rally Killer one, uh, 2, whatever. <laughs> so, already 0-2 because he's just swinging at whatever. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's batting below 200 with runners in scoring position. What, I'm, what, what do you expect? Again, still on the on the Cavaliers, though. And we, I mean, talking about the Nuggets. Like, 
again, felt like a team, if they win, I'm not rooting. I'm not necessarily rooting for it, and I'm not going to cheer for it. But it's like, okay, like I can take that team winning the, winning the championship. My team's not in it. I can, I can accept that they're going to be in the history books as the 2023 NBA champion. Then Michael Malone opened his stupid mouth, and I was just like, all right, that's not the dude that was now assistant like coach him. through the Cavaliers organization. Like you're he focused, had a few. Again, you're still focusing on the Lakers. It's like, yeah, you, you swept them. Good for you. You won the NBA championship. Focus on that. Just, just there it lined out to right, and the ending's over, folks. But we're at least tied. Yes, yeah, we we're are at tied. least tied. We got one out of all of that base pass. That's what the mo- That's what's still frustrating about this Guardians offense is like you get guys on. You're in a good. You're we're in tied, a, and we come back next inning at the top of the order. There we go. You're you're in a good spot. Um, from an offensive standpoint, you get a couple guys on with no outs, and the Guardians are like the best team at. Helping a pitcher get out of a jam <laughs> when our guys somehow find a way to not get okay. out of that jam. But your top four batters right now got eight hits right now. That's what you want to see. That's what you want to see, but you need some what wins your games is length of the lineup and some a little bit more balance. Or if Josh Bell would have hit a home run ever in his life again. Hey. Maybe if Miles hey, Straw would he's get got a hit. one of the hits, man. He's got one of the hits. Miles Straw does not. Andre Semenez does not. Guys that you need to come up and, and get a hit, they they are not at the bottom of the line. I'm calling it right now. Top Bo heavy. Naylor is getting a hit next inning. All right. Well, you just went positive, and then well, we'll see what happens. Yes, well, we'll see what happens. We, we will just see. Got, I just got a feeling. We'll I didn't realize he was up next. And I was like, he's getting this first hit. So my original question. All right. Of this segment, what do the Cavs need this offseason? Peter, did anybody respond to us? I didn't see anything. Okay. No one cares. <laughs> I. We'll respond to that question. What do they need, Kevin? I mean, I think we've said it so many times. Three and D. You need, you need guys on the wing. Even when Le- you said it, even when LeBron was here, we were looking for three and D players because we needed someone to come in. Richard Jefferson. Actually, and I don't need a Jamario Moon. Three no, and D. Richard Jefferson was kind of that Jeff Green for us. The the Nuggets Jeff Green. Ours was Richard Jefferson, able to give LeBron a few minutes, play in that small forward, play on the wing. We don't have those wing players that can knock down the corner three. No one's going to be guarding Isaac Okoro as much work as he put in. And I give him credit. If he ever develops like a good three, he could be so good. Right, but guys kept playing off of him. Yeah, and, and he loves to drive, and it's a little harder to drive when a dude's four feet away from you. And Jared Allen, is, from a center position, has put himself in a spot where he could be traded because you don't – if the lights were too big in Madison Square Garden – we all could see that. We didn't need to hear you say that, especially when you did not perform in that series. That's what really frustrated me with Jared Allen. Now, am I kicking him out of town like everybody else is? No, we don't do that on this show. Unless it's absolutely necessary. He's just too nice, man. I cannot be that's mad a, at that guy. He's but that's so a problem. Like, I know. That comment is a problem, especially in the position that he plays. In a positionless game, if you are going to have a traditional center on your team, when the lights get bright, when you get on the court between those four lines and the ball goes up in the air and it gets tipped off, you got to get mean. You got to get a little nasty. Hey, dude. I'm just. I just played basketball. I was telling you for the first time mm-hmm. in two years at my uh, niece's graduation party, 
and my nephew who's a lot younger he was he was he kept trying to shoot and one of the older guys would get off of him and they kept blocking him and they kept blocking him and i was just like all right it's on <laughs> and i did what kevin just said i just got mean i became baby shack went to the post and punished that dude for doing that and i'm just backing him up and like beating him up pretty much and later he's like i i didn't know i was guarding shack today i'm like hey man you shouldn't be leaving me and going blocking little kids now i'm gonna make you pay for it yeah it's i know exactly what you're talking about when you say that you gotta you gotta have that that nasty you gotta have that what they claim that they had junkyard dog mentality we did not see that in the playoffs from anybody and it's from anybody in a regular season i'm cool with jared allen picking up jalen brunson it is and i don't it's hard for me to tell the dude to not pick the dude up in a playoff game because that's his mentality that's who he is as a person Because you're not scheming for that team when you're facing different teams every night when you're a playoff series you gotta say see the same team if the switch of the pick is not working and you're ending up having but you know what part i'm talking about when he he got drilled and he stopped and helped jalen brunson up yes like he is he's the nicest guy in the world when you before the game or when the first whistle blows and when the last whistle between those times blows, you got to almost, I believe, like, you got to make it personal. Like, you got to, even if you have to manifest it in your own head, like, I won't like you. Like, even if you, either one of you guys were playing a sport at the end of, like, it's getting crunch time, like, I, you're going to see me have, like, a, a mean-ass face on me, dude. And I'm making it personal. Like, I'm being angry towards the other person. And I'm not going to hurt them or like throw a punch or nothing, but I let that anger fuel me. Yeah, and yeah, he needs. He and when I say get, get nasty, little... I mean like get on the glass. Like after game one or a couple games in a row, when you're seeing a box score where you're being out rebounded, and that was something that was a calling card for you and your team during the season. At some point, you gotta change the mentality, and you gotta say. Every single ball that comes off that rim that I don't have mine. to pick out of the bottom of the net is mine. Make it personal, like they're trying to take your lunch money. Like New that's York my ma- ball. What are you doing taking my ball? New York made it personal every single yes. game. The, the I, offensive like rebounding said, never. We just have to hope never changed. That that stung so bad that they're going to work their that's, ass. Like, that's what I'm hoping. That's what I think. You're going to see it right away. I and, believe, and. It's either going to make this team or break this team. And stop getting stop getting mad at Donovan Mitchell for you know. I just don't being, care. Like yeah, being a fan of his hometown. Like again, we we loved it that we had our hometown kid in LeBron. Worked for the Mets. Like, right. It, we got like it's one thing to get mad at LeBron for wearing a Yankees cap to a Guardian or an Indians Yankees playoff game at home here in Cleveland and being the Yankees fan. Yes, he was a Cowboys fan. Like. He's from here, and he's a fan of another city. But we love that LeBron was from here. He was Cleveland. When he said, Cleveland, this is for you, we absolutely loved it. Because, like, he understood it, especially that second stint. He understood what it meant to deliver on his promise to his hometown. We absolutely loved that, that we we soak all of that up. Donovan Mitchell is playing for the Cleveland Cavaliers, but it's the offseason. His dad works for the organization He's mentioned New York a couple times. No, I didn't like that he was so, you know, he got kind of 
uh, wide-eyed and happy talking about the New York fans in Madison Square Garden, but he's not the only one I'm mad at for making Madison Square Garden comments this offseason. He's been the scapegoat for the Cavaliers, for the frustration of Cavaliers fans. Mike Zanino and now probably Ahmed Rosario or Josh Bell or Miles Straw will become that scapegoat for the Guardians, some of those more rightfully so than, than others. Who's the scapegoat for the Browns? I don't know. We're all hoping that it, that it looks different. I care about this offseason for the Cavaliers. This is a very crucial offseason with limited assets. What magic can Kobe Altman and hit this front office find? I know I've talked about how I'm, I don't care about the offseason for the Browns, but guess what? Offseason success has not led to on-field success. In-play success. have been down mostly, a couple ups. The, the Cavs Cam- were just in the playoffs, so the it is different. Just, it is different. Well, here's the thing with, with Donovan Mitchell, I'm learning, Kevin, is just enjoy him being here. Like, one thing I've learned from the whole LeBron experience is mm-hmm. everyone's so worried if he's going to stay or is he going to go. That's the Like, first- just enjoy it. Two While games in, here. that's the conversation every yeah. time. Every time, like I'm, I'm just not even going to bother. I'm not going to feed into it. I'm going to enjoy the time while he's here. Yeah. And if he resides with us, awesome. If we trade him and get something else for him, awesome. But while he's here, I ain't worrying about what's going to happen down the road. That's not my job. That's Kobe Altman's job. That's my the, job the, is to talk about what's going on right now. Get me a wing. Please. Find me my wing in the game of basketball, please, Kobe Altman. However, like, you have to is do it. it. Kelly Oubre, what I keep, keep hearing, or I've something like Kelly that. I've heard Kelly Oubre. I'd heard Porzingis until like the the three way trade was part of that. Um, I've heard I've heard other names. I mean, there's Max Struess from Miami. Some of those like mid level exception type players. I think even I know uh, who was it? Kyle Kuzma was the name that came up, and then he, I saw a report today that he wants thirty million a year. Done, I don't want Kyle Kuzma. He, I know, but he's done nothing to get $30 million a year. It, just like DeAndre Hopkins is not a point in his career to be getting over $15 million a year. Like, you know, sometimes, just like The Rock used to say, know your role and shut the hell up. And with that, we will head to break. On the other side, what is our lane we need to stay in for video games we'll talk about that next tweet at us with your favorite video games this is the voice land of the big on the big play network are you looking for a career in manufacturing vector technical has you covered vector technical is a 28 year old staffing firm that has partnered with some of the biggest and the best companies throughout northeastern ohio the recruiters at vector technical will coach you through the entire job process and will help you land an opportunity that you are truly excited about Vector does not add any additional fees and offers benefits as well as free online skills training through Penn Foster. To learn more, visit www.vectortechnicalinc.com and make sure to check out our job board to see a full list of our current opportunities and apply. Heading to the bottom of the sixth, the Guardians are tied with the Athletics from Oakland 4-4. to Gavin Williams going five and two-thirds innings. Looks like four Ks, four earned runs, all in that third inning. That was the one inning that was this kind of welcome to the major league inning for Gavin Williams, kind of settled down there. And then his pitch count was kind of in the 80s, and you know that they're not going to chance their young pitchers. They're not going to let them go, even though they've been probably pitching more in the minor leagues. Again, a guy that started in double-A this year has made his way halfway through the year up to the major league team. Has done enough to, when an injury opportunity presented itself, he's that next guy that they went to. So, you know, 
a game to build on for Gavin Williams, and I'm sure he'll be he'll be ready and raring to go. Don't overreact to this one. He can't win the game, and he can't lose the game today. So no decision already for him. Bullpen, it's on you. Offense, it's on you. And like Eric tweeted at us, I know that the runners in scoring position has been a problem for a long time. It's not been consistent enough. They did what they needed to do to come back in the third inning. They scratched across a run in the in the fifth. Now let's have an, let's find a way to get another big inning somewhere in the next next few and bullpen shut it down. Do what you're tasked to do. We are going to close the show though, talking video games. And this just came up during the show organically. I, organically talked about Gavin Williams, like how I really I relate to him because he's not he's not a first person shooter like Call of Duty type player halo all those types of things he's a sports game guy i'm kind of that jay where is your not you don't have to necessarily go through like favorite video games but your what i'm good at what you're good at what where do you feel like your wheelhouse is what is your to kind of give your gamer level the video the one kind of game i swear i could just pick up about any one of them racing games like i'm always good at racing games any of those need for speed if, like, my buddies would sit there and they'd play it forever when they were in college mm-hmm. and I'd never seen it, and I'm like, oh, let me play. They're like, yeah, we've been stuck on this level, and I'll pick it up, and I finish first. And they're like, how the hell do you do that? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just good at racing games. Always been good at racing games. Any of them, I love the Mario games. Like, I like, I usually stick to the older school games mm-hmm. that are a lot less complicated. That's why I struggle with, like, Call of Duty and stuff. Call of Duty, I just don't see the people. Like, they're camoed, they shoot me, I'm dead. Halo, I'm okay. Like, now, yeah. first shooters, I could do Halo because they're red, bright red dudes, bright blue guys. Like, I could see them, and I'm actually seeing where it's coming right. from, and they're just not some camoed guy up in a tree sniping me out left and right. So, or just give me arcades, dude. I was mm-hmm. a master of the arcade games. Any of those older bits, like 8, 16-bit games, mm-hmm. I love them. And I'll still play them. Like, yeah, I was probably that's probably my wheelhouse. Do you know in Lakewood there is a... Yeah, 8-bit, I think it's called. Or I think it's 16-bit. 16 16-bit, 16 is that what yeah. it's called? and there's like, all, like old arcade games. Or... I told you, dude, my grandparents owned vending company. Like, I actually had arcades in my basement when we were kids. I love arcades. Hey, I mean, the event that is happening at the end of the week, there's going to be arcade games there. Like old arcade games. Really? Yeah. So I got to bring quarters? I don't know. I'll bring quarters. I don't know if it's just like you got to like donate to the charity that's involved with the event or to then go play and they're just like rigged so that people can keep playing. There are ways because that's how mine were. You just, where you put the coin, there's like a little thing you put in and you just hit it and it's like a button almost. Yeah. So I I don't, I don't know the the company that's bringing them for us. They'll have it all squared away and, and, I think allowing more people to get on because, you know, it is a free event for, for families. But It's like new games, Mario Kart. I've been pretty damn good at that since yeah. I've been playing it. <laughs> yeah. So I had, that's why I bought the Nintendo Switch because of all, like, the, oh, that's right. the Xbox, yep. the PlayStation. They're, it's just too complex for me. Like, I'm not, I haven't gamed for so long. So then I went and got the Switch, and you could down – it has, like, all kinds of Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64 games. Yeah. All those games are all on there. Not all of them, but a lot of them. And those are just easier for me to play. But like Mario Kart, it's the newer game. I could still race on that game. And my buddy Kevin, you know Kevin Beard. Yep. He's been coming over and helping us in our house. And his kids come over all the time. And we always race. And 
No one can beat me still. Ever play, like, Animal Crossing? No. I know that, that was, like, a big one for the Switch. I have never touched no. that. My sister has played that one, but because her and her husband are big on the Switch. Like, Jan and I are, too, but, like, you know, we're not playing anything right now, and we haven't for a while. <laughs> but, uh, Peter, before I get into it, like, where do you, do you still play video games with the, with the boys at all? Uh, sometimes. I mean, Jacob and I will play uh, Madden. Mm. And I can still beat him sometimes. But See, he, no, I suck at Madden. But, well, now. here's the thing: when we play, I, we play on rookie because I suck. Because he's <laughs> he's That's my he plays too. so much, he goes and he'll play like All Pro and Madden, whatever. And I'm like, I have you know, it's I can still beat him sometimes, but only on rookie mode. Actually, the only time I really clobbered him lately is I played rookie. He played, I think, All Madden or All Pro, and I wiped you know mopped the floor with him. But that's because he was being nice to his old man. Um, <laughs> it's like all the new sports games, I can't play any of them besides hockey. See, I like I like Madden. I think it's it's fun to play uh, with Joe. Joe's into Roblox or whatever, which he yeah. plays on the computer. I can't do that. Did you guys you ever know? see Fortnite being played? Oh, yeah. Joe, we have it. I mean, I'd gotten Dude, I don't even know what's going on. I'm like, are you building? Are you fighting? You're I, fighting Joe, and building? What's Joe going on actually here? really good. I, he was pretty good at it, but I he got, figured out. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going on. I, I downloaded it on the PS4. It's I, wild. I couldn't figure it out. Like, yeah, that's, we have it for the Xbox. Dude, they're like building like things just into the sky, and then they jump off, and they got like sail come down, and then they jump out of that, and they snipe some dude, and then they build some other. I'm like, dude, are you building? Are we killing people? What the hell's going on here? I would just try to like hide until like the last few people were around. Yeah. Like, I would try to like just See, you know, back <laughs> at, back in the day I used to love playing Camper. Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> so before I had kids I played Grand Theft See, Auto. See now did a lot, you play so. the game or did you do what I did and I just run oh. around and oh, see how long oh. I could last and it how de- many stars I could get? It, up? it, it, de- it depends on how bad of a day I had. <laughs> Look, Kevin, <laughs> you'd probably get grossed out the stuff I did on Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I Grand- would just run around just mauling people left and right and just I mean Grand Theft Auto was like my parents wouldn't let me they need, I didn't even get my first video game system until I was 18. See, like, Vice City had the be- that was one of the best because of the freaking radio stations. As you're driving around in the cars and you're, you can switch to radio stations, they had some of the best music in a video game at the time. It was fun. Do you guys consider like a Game Boy a video game system or mm-hmm. a separate category as like a handheld game? It's a video it's game a system. system. Okay. Well, then I, I guess I had that growing up. But like an actual like plug-in video game system, like none of the N64, Nintendo, no PS4, PS2, whatever. Um, none of the Xboxes. Like the first one I got... And it shocked the heck out of me on Christmas morning, opening up the Wii. I, mm. It was either my senior year of high school, like that first year out of high school. Parents had bought us, um, had bought us the Wii. Like that was my first game system. So like Nintendo has kind of been my mm-hmm. my wheelhouse, but like the newer age where you're able to like, get up and move and all that stuff. Really, my wheelhouse is FIFA, and it's sports games. But shocking. But two K, like two K, two K is. Become way too I do, complex. I, I don't know what's going on, dude. I can't like I just it's like you said it's so complex. Yeah, like the Wii was easy because all you, like if you did the all play version of 2K or FIFA or anything like that, all you gotta do is like wave the the Wii mote. What basketball game are you good at? What basketball game am I good at? Give uh, me NBA Jam, bro, and I'll except for my one I friend mean, who knows a cheat code and it drives me insane. He knows how to goaltend and get I mean, away I was, with it. I never had a chance to like. I've been around the, like the actual arcade version of it. 
I was really good on my Game Boy with NBA Jam. I've never had a chance to actually play like the true NBA Jam. Like I would love to do that. He's if it, if on it's, fire. If it's at the event this week, boom shakalaka. I'm definitely taking a break and I'm playing NBA Jam. But I guess like my other wheelhouse is really like is the Switch. Like playing some of those old Nintendo games, but also Mario Kart, Mario Party. Mario Party was a great game on the Switch. Yes. Never yes. played that. I played Mar- we have Mario Kart. We have so Joe has a Switch. We got Mario Strikers. So we got Mario yeah. Party for I bought Mario it for Tennis. the Switch. I have not played it yet. It's still wrapped in plastic. Huh. I haven't even opened it yet. Because I got no one come over. We have an Xbox. We have an Xbox One. We have Joe has this. The boys actually got that for me for Father's Day several years ago. Oh wow! They play it more than I do. They got it for um, you. Yeah, for me. Um, <laughs> Smooth one, guys. Smooth one. <laughs> I just, well, I don't have a lot of time to play video games, but like, yeah, but they needed an yeah, Xbox yeah. One, and they right. needed to get you a gift. They killed two birds we, with one we do, stone. We do have a Wii. We got that years yeah. ago, and that was a lot of that's a lot of fun still. You guys ever seen anyone fling the Wii? Controller on accident? Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah my I kid, I've yeah. always seen the Some videos. Of my kids have done that. Um, and then we have Joe has a Switch, and then we have uh, we actually have an Oculus. Yeah, I got an Oculus. The, I don't and know an Oculus. the Oculus is fun. It is. You've never done it. It is crazy. I think I would need to take like Jeremiah for it. Do you get? Eh? I get motion not, sickness. I don't think it's so. Not so much it, motion sickness as you would think. Like if you like, were there's going only, like, into VR like things, like I watch, I watch like people ride on a roller coaster on YouTube. So, yeah, and if you're, me. That will if make you're doing that, yeah, but, yeah. like, the games I'm playing, mm. it's just me, like, two. Like, I swear to you know what I'm talking about, the yeah. training games. And I call it the Star-Lord guns. Mm. And you're just in this dome room, and there's just these things floating around. And you're yeah, just, pew, 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 pew. And, you're, and I swear you think you're in this dome. What's that game called that, like, you have, like, swords in the virtual? Oh, Beat Saber. Yeah, Beat Saber. another one. Yeah, we you're just that. standing still, and these things are coming at you, and you just slice them. Oh, I have so much fun, dude. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm jamming out with lightsabers. Yeah, Here we go, baby. I'm d- <laughs> and I'm into it, dude. Like I did the roller coaster simulator on the Oculus. Yeah, yet, that'll get but you dizzy. It'll make you nauseous because you're because you feel like you're moving, but, but you're sitting you're not, still. Yeah. But when you're actually doing like the games where you're where you're moving your head around and it's tracking where you're moving, it is your mind so is focused on that that it's freaky not, realistic. Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, I get vertigo, as you know, and, like, I can't ride mm-hmm. roller coasters no more. This doesn't, like, I put it on for hours, and I'm fine. Okay. Like, one of the coolest things you could do is you go to, on, it's like a Google's map, mm-hmm. and you can go anywhere in the world. Like, you had to pay for this one. And so you go to back to your old house, and whenever Google Maps went around driving, taking pictures of, like, where you can go on the maps and see the front of the house, you could dial back on, like, it, like you have, like, like, a pretend watch. And you could dial back to like 2007 and yeah. stuff, and you go like 2007, 2008, 2009, and watch like the progress of what that area looks like. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Google Maps in there. It's something like that, like Google I, Earth or something. I know, I know what you're yeah, talking let, about. Let me I, know, text me later about what it is because yeah. I want to check that out. That looks that sounds. Because there's awesome. been like I'll just bring mine over here next there's time. There's been and like you older versions of that. Just like <laughs> there's been like 2D versions of that, like on like just like on a screen before, like not in the virtual thing. But if you ever go to Disney, anybody goes to Disney World, I like especially someone that does get motion sick. Like I still ride rides. I love roller coasters and stuff like that. I trade, the, I take the Dramamine. But something that doesn't get me all upset. I don't know if you guys have ever been in the Science Center in the IMAX theater. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like some things like when that was really a big thing here in town. 
Like, there were some things that actually made me feel that way um, with that. But I think I did the King Kong one, and it made me feel a little dizzy. Yeah. But Soren in Epcot. That was awesome. Like, it basically, you know, you're just in front of this screen. It's, you know, and a lot of people can get in at one time on the ride. So, like, it, the line goes pretty quickly, too. It's like these two apparatuses that look like like look like they're going to be like swings. And when they lift you up, there's like a, uh, like a top level, middle row, and a, and a floor level. But you're all like feet off the floor. And you're just soaring over the world. And you get like the smell, some like the like, like mist coming from the ocean. You get the green grass of like Ireland and stuff like that. It's like very like- interactive. And like you feel like you're flying. But what you when you get off, you still feel fine. Like it is... It's probably one of the older rides at Disney World and one of the ones that, you know, if you're going there, like, you only got so much time to get stuff in. You're going for, like, all the big stuff. If you just want, like, a like a nice time to relax but you're still kind of in ride mode, that's one that I suggest, actually. Yeah, that we did that. I actually did it twice because I was down there and I did it with some of the chaperones. And then Debbie and Joe met us at Epcot that day. Mm-hmm. And I said, you guys got to check this out because it was, it was really yes. cool. Like, yeah, you... They do the sensory stuff, so you get, you they use like smell like different. They pump in like smells, uh-huh. yeah, like the mist as you're flying yeah. over the ocean. It's Disney yeah, it's, magic is how they do it, guys. It was, I know it's magic. That's why the Dole Whip tastes a lot different in Disney World than it does. As good as it is at BA Sweeties, and we did that for Father's Day, by the way. Took Dad, took Lincoln, Jana, myself. We went to BA Sweeties. We got a round of mini golf in, and uh, got a little Dole Whip. The Disney magic is the only thing that's missing. <laughs> the Disney magic is real, people. The Disney magic is real. And on that note, it is time to say goodbye for this edition of The Voiceland. We will be back next week. We try to stick to 8 o'clock, but I don't really like to give a time anymore because... You hey, never know. You never know. Sometime between 6 o'clock and 8 o'clock, <laughs> we will start. So make sure you're, you got the notifications on at VTL underscore pod on Twitter or go to the Big Play page will be on there or at least retweeted from there as well. Keep an eye out for it. Facebook, Instagram, not Instagram, YouTube, Google, Spotify, Apple. We're all over the place for a voice positive. Jay, for our AI system audio or Peter Tellup, I'm Kevin Arnold reminding all of you sports fans out there. Yes, it's a, it's a dry time for some sports. Keep your eye on the baseball team. They're going to make a run because Terry Francona is at the helm and, Don't let anyone ever tell you it's just a game. We truly love you all, 3,000. Don't talk about it. Be about it. And live life. All gas, no brakes. We'll see you next time right here on The Voice of the Land on the Big Play Network. 